0: What up, everybody?
1: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Double Feed Podcast, episode three.
0: Three. Isn't that insane?
1: We are your bumbling buffoons of the day.
0: For those of you who don't know,
1: my name is O'Leary, the handsome gentleman over there with the scruff. That is the man Jones. Uh, This is actually his brainchild. Um, You were the one that originally broached the subject that we do the podcast, what, four or five years ago, back when we were airmen in the dorms. Just bouncing ideas off each other. Yeah. And sure enough, it took it took long enough, but we finally got it going, and here we are, episode three. So, we got a pretty good one today. Yeah. I think how, so, at least.
0: How have you been? What's been going on in your life?
1: Oh, boy. Okay. So, um, these last two days have been weird and rewarding and challenging all at the same time because I am now finally... After three years of considering it, two years of very seriously considering it, and one year of waiting for the opportunity to do it, I am finally starting my job shadow training program with the Combat Arms Training and Maintenance Section of Security Forces, or what we call CADM. Yeah, these are the boys that um, train, equip, and maintain everybody in the Air Force who needs to be qualified to operate. Any of the weapon systems we operate with, since the handgun, the rifle, the automatic, belt-fed weapons, uh, the snipers, the shotguns, the mm-hmm. the big fifty cal, right? These are the guys who um, run the armories. They clean, well, they don't really clean, <laughs> but <laughs> no. they they maintain and they train uh, the cops. They train base population on in, how to safely operate the weapon systems. They run the ranges in and all special that kind of
0: stuff. cases. They even go with, uh, like the mm-hmm. PJs and the combat controllers, which are the special operations for the Air Force, and, yes. and run their stuff. Partic-
1: particularly experienced CADM instructors can be attached to specialized downrange units to work in their armories, uh, work on their weapon systems. And that's where you get all um, the Gucci ones. That's where you and, get oh, those God, super Gucci cool. weapons. I had a math yeah, sign yeah,
0: yeah. uh, when I was in Turkey, and he had worked with, uh, uh PJs. And then they were they were attached with some army um special opera i don't remember if it was green brazen rangers uh he said he got to shoot either all kinds way. of cool ass weapons though
1: <laughs> the one thing that's on my bucket list still is um as far as weapons to be shot i've been called at one point there were only two syst- two weapon systems that the air force operates that i was not called on
0: mm-hmm. they
1: were the um the mark 19 automatic grenade launcher i mean either that we call thumper Mm-hmm. And the Modus, the M2 50 cal machine gun. Those are two of the most iconic um, weapons in history, mm-hmm. um, in military history at least. And those are the only two that the Air Force utilizes that I wasn't called on at one point. I've been called on two different handgun systems, the old M9, the M18, the M4, the new M4A1, the marked, uh, the M249 Saw, uh, the 240 Bravo, the M eight seventy, the shotgun.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see
1: what else. The, the M24 sniper rifle system, which the is incredibly outdated. For basic. Oh yeah, we M16. still Shot 16. Seconds. Eh, I don't really count that. Okay, and then the M107, which is commonly known as the Barrett 50 Cal. Um any of you guys who play COD know exactly what the Barrett 50 Cal is. And okay, let me tell you. Um COD 4 the r700 remember that sniper rifle
0: uh, it's been a long time also it was, what's it up echo? Bolt what?
1: action hey echo what's good my guy uh the r700 is what the m24 is based off of it it's it's the okay. same gun it's exactly the same thing so for my cod guys who love to run around with the r700 that shit don't happen one first of all <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that thing is heavy surprisingly heavy and mm-hmm. the barrett that shit alone unloaded weighs 50 pounds you do not run and gun with that thing no no No. like i don't care if you're rambo i don't care if you're terminator i don't care who you are that shit don't happen (laughs) honestly
0: carrying that 240 round sucks and that thing's not 50 pounds (laughs) you know Uh, maybe with ammo and everything it's probably up there but
1: yeah 50 pounds unloaded for the barrett so I hate to crush y'all's hopes and dreams about thinking that you're going to run and gun with this thing. Um, also, a little fun fact about the Barrett. <laughs> it is technically illegal, or against Geneva Convention rules, to target personnel with that thing. <laughs> yeah. um, it is an anti-material rifle. It is meant for vehicles, communication equipment, um, basically material, essentially.
0: Yep. Both land and maritime vehicles.
1: Yes, the, that thing will sink a boat.
0: The Coast Guard Us has a
1: small inflatable boat.
0: Before I joined the Air Force, my goal was to go to the Coast Guard and they have the oh, MSRT. Yeah, that's right.
1: mm-hmm. But
0: they have guys that they put them in a fucking harness with a sniper rifle with a 50, 50 cal, and they fly in a helicopter around these boats and shoot the engines out of them. Like they shoot the engines out, of like you know the um the pirates over on the um African coast and and all of that. Yeah, but in yeah. Southeast Asian coast, but dudes out there flying a helicopter one sitting in it well we only had the u 60s so yeah flying those are a lot different
1: the but, hueys uh, are different the blackhawks are way more fun yeah those are awesome anyway i digress what's good with you jones what's new
0: you <laughs> oh, know not a whole lot just finishing up uh this class i'm in right now I was gonna say, you're, interrogation uh, toward
1: the end of this yeah. interrogation that's right you were working on that last week uh, but now you're actually finishing up.
0: Yep, and then I think I'm gonna. I've been kind of getting bored being at home all day, so I, I'm gonna reapply to the sheriff's department. Okay. Um, and start that process again, because I need something to do during the day. I'm gonna be honest. And having been prior, uh, at least military law enforcement wise, I know the schedules aren't terrible. It's a three and four or a four and three, whatever. Um. So I still have time for myself, still can do my classes and everything, make a shitload of money. And I did some research. I have about 11 months till I can finish my, well, a year till I finish my degree fully.
1: Heck yeah.
0: Um, And it takes about a year after you finish your degree-ish to get to most of these agencies. So I was like, well, okay. I might as well go. Uh, earn secure.
1: earn a living for a year. Earn a living
0: for a year, <laughs> save some money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe do something with my life for a year before I get one of these federal agencies. But um, have you
1: ever considered maybe doing like a, a private security gig? Like, do you have a do you have a casino in the area? Yeah, sac- so okay. remember, I was about to say Sakino Cassurity.
0: Sakino Security, <laughs> that's what they call them, actually. Sakino Casino
1: Security. I actually looked into that. We have a casino here just south of town.
0: And I got certified in that. Companies. Um that's I, right. Yeah, that's how right. you did that here. for
1: a while. Yeah. Well you can get back
0: into that. I didn't get to do it. I I uh quit the day so I got hired in. The day I was supposed to go do my orientation, and everything, the base offered me a job paying like five dollars more an hour. Ah, that's so I was, was like, Well deuces, deuces. <laughs> I'm going up to the base <laughs> making five bucks more an hour. So <laughs> that's what I ended up doing. That's
1: I remember getting a call about your reference you put me down as a reference and yep. i got a call when i was in tampa for the at the anti-terrorism level two course i remember sitting in my hotel room i was about to leave and go get some food after class that day mm-hmm. and i get a call from this person and, and i gave you a glowing recommendation <laughs> right I said you were the most motivated dedicated person i ever met and only about half of that was me talking out my ass uh- <laughs>
0: only the motivated and dedicated person <laughs>
1: You're the most of something. You're the most of something <laughs>
0: but, uh, you've you've met.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was at the Anti-Terrorism Level 2 course in Tampa right before I deployed. So this was a year ago in the spring? Really?
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I think I applied February-March time frame. So yeah. Probably around then, yeah.
1: I was right about then,
0: yeah. Um, Tampa
1: was beautiful then.
0: That's a cool-ass course to get to go to.
1: It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, I learned a lot, but it was... For some reason, I had to go to it as a, um, or at least I was told I was going to it as a pre-deployment requirement. But when I got there, the course was geared more towards um, setting up people to take over anti-terrorism programs at their own individual installations.
0: You should, I know you applied, we can get more specifics off podcast too, but you should apply for the AT job on your base.
1: Well, there it's not currently open. Oh. Yeah, we already have an AT rep and he's um he's he's been there for a while. It's one of the hats that he wears. Uh, um it's like his designated.
0: second or he it's, is the designated um, plus something else. He
1: is the yeah. That's not his primary job. He's mm-hmm. a he's a retired civilian. He does a couple other things as his primary and then he also wears the AT hat. Uh, so a there's no re- yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason for anybody else to to do it plus that's a huge I, I suppose that's, oh i'm sure it is i'm sure it, well being the head of any program really is good for you know us enlisted guys that's true um but that's one of the reasons why i want to go to CADDAM because um they have the opportunity to do a lot of really cool stuff with um requisitions mm-hmm. um but even not even just that but um being on the forefront of all the weapons technology that's coming out, hopefully um, it a sense to...
0: to some of those. Uh... Ever seen those conferences yes. they post every once in a while? Like the... uh, our
1: guys were just at a um, a Wichita mini version of Shot Show. Nice. Just la- just last week, literally a couple days before I did my first um, job shadow with them. Uh, so I I was able to um, work with them a little bit on some PowerPoint presentations that they were creating based on. A lot of the cool gear and equipment they saw they they saw at that little mini shot show that we're going to present to the base Mm -hmm. um because now with the new fiscal year rolling around as of one october um this is when we get in our requests for gear and other budgetary issues we're trying to get um new battle belts we're trying to get um different vest systems like just just a straight up different vest, Good. different plate carriers. No, honestly, the whole nine yards. I never.
0: Reminded the ones those we ones have we now have Minot are, are, and,
1: Yeah, they're not bad. We now the ones we have are the same ones we had in Minot.
0: Okay, are they still which, the? They're still the Velcro though. Yes. Did you ever have the ones where you can pull up the string or or they're pull down detached. the string? I love those so yeah, much.
1: Yeah, so that's funny. You should mention that. That's one of the things that they're out. Uh, they're talking about, um, a new vest system that came out that fits the same plates that we currently have mm. both hard and soft which is going to be a huge plus heck yeah um they have the the quick detach tabs those right here so under your great. nipples yeah. so you could just flip a clip your side falls away lift they the vest up the, over uh, your they head they have the ones up here so nice. too nice or is
0: it just on they, the bottom both okay yeah we had those in turkey we had the abu ones they're the older version Ugh. um yeah they don't but yeah it's uh, there, they got the
1: but... you got the pull tab at the did you have the the clips on the shoulders? Or did you did you have the single pull tab at the chest?
0: Clips on the shoulders. Okay. Yeah, it was on both sides though, so you could do front and back up here on the straps on the shoulders, mm-hmm. and then there was on the um, on the waist there was also pull tabs. Nice. And there were like cylindrical pieces about this that just fit into a hole, and yeah, it had a exactly. piece of cord come out of it. Yeah.
1: It's a quick detach system.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like the ones yeah, up i so though, because you can be... just bloop, like, and it falls right off. If you can't yeah, get Yeah, those the.
1: are the those are the combat oriented ones where yeah. like if your gear is caught on something and you really need to know shit, get out of there. Like my Humvee is sinking and I'm stuck. Yep. Pull a tab, vest falls off, and I can get out of there. Now unfortunately, or that means I, I lose all my Yeah, that's a good one if you got like a sucking chest wound or something mm-hmm. like that. If you need to get that vest out of the way, pull a cord. Whole thing falls yeah.
0: off. I, I really the one really drawback to that.
1: The one drawback to that, though, is one. It's a pain in the ass to put back together. I figured that <laughs> one out the hard way. Especially when you got the cable in there as well as the uh traditional belt buckle clip. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. The we had the belt buckles. Those in the- are
1: so. Those are a pain in the ass. We didn't I've, have those in minot but I've seen other I've units, especially when I was deployed, had those buckles somewhere. Um, you're but then about the, if you yeah. uh. But also, if you if you drop that and it's got all your gear, it's got all your ammo, it's got your radio, whatever. Mm. If you need to drop that and GTF out, shit! Now, See now I've got one- just the ammo in my weapon. The yeah, ones that we it. had
0: were super easy to put to back together, so it didn't like really. Yeah, the ones on the up here, it was the same style as the the cylindrical pieces with the cord coming out. It was the same exact thing, but on um on the chat on the the shoulder straps. So yeah. the same exact thing so you can just you can describe your shoulder straps like this and it would pull out and then all you do is you take that cylindrical piece put it back in the hole um and twist ah, it okay that's yeah, different that than what i'm envisioning yeah no no i'm telling you it was the best um vest design i've had so far now they gave me i got there and i was like hey can i get an xl and they're like you don't need an xl i was like okay so i I'd, i was here right and it was this big on me <laughs> So you could see was my my tits hanging out basically, <laughs> yeah. It went it went like not even nipple to nipple, <laughs> it went oh, like man. inner chest to inner chest. The plate was like maybe this big, and I was like, what's that gonna stop? Yes, you're gonna stop at. It was nice, honestly though, because it was a smaller vest, so everything set up a lot higher. So my right, yeah, that that is
1: handy. Well, yeah, if your vest sits up high enough, then you actually have room to push it on your waist. Yes. If you have a battle belt. So I wear a medium-sized vest. Mm-hmm. And that fits me, I think, about as well as it's designed to fit me. Sure, do I want it to sit up a little higher? Yes. But if I were to try and request a small vest and plate carrier, I would be losing Molly real estate. Mm-hmm. And I have a very specific way I design the way my vest is laid out that if I went with a smaller overall vest and vest carrier or vest and plate carrier system, I would lose just enough real estate that I would have to shift some yeah, things around. Use the battle belt. Um, do
0: you see so, so you I keep my or I've always kept my weapon um you know with the old safaris you can take everything off, just use a strap and toss it in your belt um yeah. and keep it up high in your hip. Do you do that or do you have it on a belt or do you use the full safari down the leg? Because I fucking hate it down the leg. I can't stand really? it. Really? I cannot stand I it.
1: use I use the drop leg. However, I have set up my drop leg to ride as high as humanly possible.
0: Mm.
1: So it's it's really only about two to three inches lower than if it were to be sitting on my hip like a traditional outside the waistband. Okay. It's yeah. only a few inches lower, but I really like the security with the leg strap when it comes to running.
0: Oh uh, see where that's where I didn't like it with the running because that shit would always now I've got really big thighs too, so it's mm-hmm. it was different for me. But I like where it just sits right in your hip and it doesn't move. Like if I strap that bitch in correctly, it doesn't move while I'm running, it doesn't do anything. when I had it on my leg strap, like I would, you know, climb a stair and it's going like this and this and instead of only being on my hip. And then when I pull, when I pull up, um to grab my weapon, I like it there better. I don't keep anything on the right side of my vest, though. So I don't get snagged. Right. I keep everything on the left side of my vest because my trigger fingers are my right. So I keep all mm-hmm. my ammunition on front and left. Same. But um
1: the only thing I have on my right side is um I keep my radio like right about here. Yep. So you got the the vest part that folds over that's right here in the center of your gut. I got my radio that sits right here. Which is still out of the way. And then I have a little dump pouch that I never really use. But if mm-hmm. I'm drawing, I don't have an issue with... And if it's lower, my draw clears the holster before I get my hand up by my dump pouch. Oh. That's another benefit. I uh, So I, always I have my room radio to like... actually do that.
0: So I always get my radio like back here on my right side. And I yeah. would have the, the cord that came up. um, It went up my right side and then came on my left shoulder. Same. So, but That's it would be way far in the back, so I could still grab it, the cord and and pull it up if I need to, if um something got disconnected or something. But nothing will be on my left, and nothing I, it wouldn't be I my used, front either. I
1: put my I used to put my radio there when I was in Minot because I had to. That was back when we had the the full seven mag combat yeah. load. So the spot here where I have my radio now, it used to be another two magazines. Oh, so I'd have sense. four mags here, and then I'd be able to reach over right here. But now that we don't carry those extra two magazines here at McConnell, so I can put my radio there, and it's a hell of a lot easier to uh, just manipulate my radio dial or my, my volume dial, my yeah. um, my frequencies, whatever. But then I still got my, my whisper mic on my left side.
0: Yeah, I love that whisper mic shoulder. so much.
1: Oh, it's so it, nice. It yeah, I went out and got good. my own. You did? Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got my own. It uh, attaches to the little earwig that, you know, comes over to the other side. Nice. I that's yeah, pretty nice.
0: When I was in I can't go into super specifics on obviously weapon systems everything. Um but when I ran law enforcement, you didn't you weren't able to carry a four on you. um, because of host nation. They didn't want to oh, see that gotcha. we had more than them more on patrol for whatever reason. So I only carried a nine. So it was really nice. But I I tossed both my I tossed my nine um I'd have it like like, right here, or, like, right here, mm-hmm. I'd have my 9 mag, so I can just bloop.
1: Oh, yeah, it's so i take nice. it off,
0: but it was, it was, <clears> the <throat> shit so easy. I could put, I'd put my radio sometimes in the front then, because I didn't need to put it anywhere else.
1: Yeah, because why not? But, uh... Anyway, that was a, a nice little detour we got there. Alright, so let's get into our daily topics. Alright, so we just knocked out what's new with you. Uh, if any of you guys are first-time listeners on the, uh, right beneath me, right there are the daily topics that we always like to go through and uh yeah
0: yeah. what what about why don't we uh get into some word association real quick
1: Mm, yeah i need to uh i need to continue the tongue tip of the
0: teeth or something the lips the
1: teeth the tip of the tongue yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's Uh, what we should do we should we should do a tongue twister of the day
0: (laughs) tongue twister of the day all right
1: tongue twister of the day
0: maybe so yeah all right
1: so yeah, next week we'll start with a uh, Irish wristwatch. Irish. <laughs> that one is so hard, dude. I yes, hate that one. Yes, it is. One. It's, it's one impossible. Of the only ones I, can I can barely All right, speak anyway. in general. <laughs> Alrighty, so next daily topic will be on this day in history. Get it? Boom! All right, twenty October. This isn't twenty October is not the day this will air on YouTube, but it is the day that we are recording this. So. The featured event, according to Britannica.com, uh, on this day in history, in 1973, the Sydney Opera House. That very famous building that looks like dishes in a dishwasher. <laughs> um... Designed by Danish architect Jorn Utsen, whose dynamic, imaginative, but problematic plan won an international competition in 1957, it was opened on this day, 1973, by Queen Elizabeth II. So that's pretty cool. Um, moving on, the most recent, most noticeable, we're going to go back to 2011 when Libyan de facto leader Muammar Gaddafi, you remember this whack job? <laughs> The Libyan leader, he was killed by rebel forces following a revolt that received international military assistance. And I'm pretty sure the U.S. was in on that. Uh, let's see. 2002, Blue Stream, which is the deepest underwater pipeline in the world. It opened up in Turkey and was put to use for the transport of natural gas. Let's see. And all right, we're going to jump all the way back to 1977. A plane carrying the southern rock band Leonard Skinnerd, known for such songs as Free Bird and Sweet Home Alabama, crashed in Gillsburg, Mississippi, killing singer Ronnie Van Zant and guitarist Steve Gaines, among others. So, I'm not sure if that was the end of Leonard Skinnerd as a band. I probably should have looked that up beforehand. But, yeah, 1977 on this day. Plane crash. Killed a couple of them. Uh, let's see... 1968, former First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy marries Greek shipping magnate Aristotle Onassis. Jones, help me out with that timeline. When was, uh... When was JFK assassinated? What year was that? Do you remember? Off the top mm,
0: of your head? i us have to look that one up.
1: It was It wouldn't have been too, too long before that, I don't think. Anyway... It was,
0: uh... November 2nd, 1963.
1: 63. All right, so she waited a decent amount of time before she remarried. No judgment here, right? I'm unmarried, so I can't really speak on that. All right, 1964. Former U.S. President Herbert Hoover, the vacuum guy, uh, (laughs) died in New York City. And on this day, 1931, American baseball player Mickey Mantle, who everybody knows whether or not you're a baseball fan or not, everyone knows who Mickey Mantle is, that's my shameless plug for my debate topic later. <laughs> Mickey Mantle, was one of the game's greatest players known for his tremendous power as a switch hitter, was born October 20th, 1931. Uh, let's see. All right, we're going to jump way back in time. 1882. Actra, actor Bella Lugosi was born in Hungary. Now, Jones, trivia question for you. Do you know... Which famous screen character actor Bela Lugosi played, and it's very, not ironic, but it's very fitting because this guy was born in Hungary, if that gives you any clue as to what classic literary and film character I'm talking about. Any thoughts?
0: What year was this again?
1: He was born in 1882. So he was a star of the black and white screen.
0: Yeah, I had no idea.
1: He was born in Hungary.
0: Yeah, no, no idea.
1: Nope. I he, don't know. He was, my... the orig- he was the original actor that played Count Dracula. Oh, shit. In the original Dracula movies. Yep. Born on this day in 1882. Okay, let's go back even further. 1803. After due consideration and considerable oratory, the U.S. Senate ratified the Louisiana Purchase, which purchased the entirety of my home state Iowa my current state Kansas Nebraska South Dakota most of Wyoming most of North Dakota a significant <laughs> chunk of Minnesota Oklahoma Arkansas and a surprisingly small chunk of Louisiana for naming something the Louisiana purchase only a small portion of Louisiana was actually purchased kind of ironic um i also wanted to look up the staggeringly low cost that it boiled down to per acre that we bought it from France. Or is it from Spain? Man, I need to do a better job of looking at my facts beforehand. <laughs> we bought it from Spain, didn't we? Or is it France? Ooh, it's it was one so the it
0: says right here from France at a price of 15 okay, million or approximately 4 cents an acre.
1: Four cents like four an cents acre. acre. Man, if I could find an acreage for four cents an acre, I would quit my job. You're rich. And that is it. That is on this day, October 20th, dating all the way back to one of the massive land purchases, first massive land purchases in our country's history. So there you go. That's what S- I got for so
0: you. So I want to highlight. So Gaddafi happened what year again?
1: 2011.
0: 2011. So oh, I was a was junior in high killed. school, and you I'm were saying. also a junior in high school. Yeah. Um, were people at your school? Did they do the? Did they Gaddafi people? Because there's a famous picture of this man get a knife up his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that?
1: I have not. Okay, I can't I show like it on stream. Get... Why but, not?
0: Because it's murder. But, uh, <laughs> but um, there's a famous no, it's picture it's or video cruelty. of someone taking about um taking a knife and stabbing the dude in the butt like repeatedly while he's being murdered. Cause he got murdered like oh yeah, publicly by yeah. a horde. It of people. was an,
1: it was an ouster for sure.
0: Yeah. And he got, they oustered his keister. <laughs> <laughs> but people used go. to walk around with their thumb and they'd yeah, uh-huh. probably sexual assault at some point, but eh, it's a different time. Um,
1: wasn't that long ago? <laughs> it,
0: was, it really wasn't that long ago. Oh, shit, eleven years ago. Yeah. Um, but speaking speaking of, of
1: which, did you did you go to your uh, ten year high school graduation reunion?
0: No, oh, I hate those people.
1: <laughs>
0: also, it's in Michigan. I'm not flying all the way Michigan for a high school reunion. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. I think I
0: saw something uh, about it, and I was like,
1: I don't even know if my high school even did it. Hmm. Because I heard absolutely nothing about it.
0: I saw something on Facebook, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going. <laughs> no, yeah. thanks." Um, thanks
1: to the ad, s- thanks to Facebook, I already know who's married, who got divorced, who has kids, who got fat. You know. Yeah, and I don't need a reunion to n- to know what I already know.
0: Me neither. I don't need.
1: Anyway, all Plus, right, moving on. I don't on. Like
0: people in, if I don't like people back then, I'm probably not gonna like them as much now either.
1: But Or if they didn't like you back then.
0: I should probably go into a little bit of news for the week. So we're going to go into what in the world. Bam.
1: What in the world?
0: So, we got a couple things going on in the world today. Now, I'm going to preface this conversation by saying, this is not all the news in the world. If you're listening, you're probably a grown-ass person. If you're not a grown-ass person, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. We swear a lot. As in we, I mean me. Um... Echo says, like all the different screens. Hey, thanks, Echo. Um, first headline Australian investigating foreign pilots uh, that train Chinese pilots. Uh, and then additionally, Lebanon and Israel agree to a US mediated compromise. If you guys don't know, they've been at each other's throats for maybe even thousands of years. Since recorded Um, history. Since recorded history. And then lastly, the British Prime Minister, Liz Truss, resigns. Uh, She brought up uh, Economic Act. It was apparently terrible, somehow worse than what's happening in America. And um, she resigned because of it. That's all I have. Now, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I I go to OAF Actual uh, or OAF Nation. Uh, They have a website. They have Instagram. It's a global war on terrorism vet that does news and stuff and he always brings out the 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 news that really no one else is talking about on the mainstream side so i really like his content so i'll go check him out additionally we do a hero of the week and this is a little bit old um if you know who this guy is on the screen but another fellow michigander again i'm sorry we've had two michiganders so far uh, we're just we're just better so <laughs> Michigan uh, cop buys car seat for girl after pulling over her father this was on oh I can't remember what the guy's name is off the top of my head who's the who's the guy that's been recently doing um, family feud
1: oh wait Steve Harvey
0: Steve Harvey so he has a talk show too right Oh, he brought right, him yeah. and he brought the father on. Um, so this officer, Officer Josh uh Skeglione, Um say that five times so fast. Exactly. Uh pulled over Levante Dell in uh Westland, Michigan. If you guys don't know, Westland, Michigan, um, it's kind of on the outskirts of Detroit. Um, not a terrible place, but not, you know, a great place. Um, and when he pulled him over the long story short of it is he pulled the individual over looked in the back seat asked hey why uh why is your daughter not in a car seat and Levante uh looked at the officer and said sir I, I can't afford it um so he asked him to step out of the car um and in his words I, I listened to the interview that was recently broadcast um from Steve Harvey's show which is how I found out about it today uh, he said he wanted to make sure that they could talk man to man and that because he knows that financial problems sometimes are embarrassing, especially in front of kids. Um, so he brought him over. He said, "Hey, uh, I need you to follow me to Walmart." And uh, Levante is like, "What? You want me to do? You want me to do, huh?" So Levante followed uh, the officer at Walmart. The officer then went to the car seat section with Levante got to know each other. They talked and uh, about each other and their life and their kids and all of that. And then he purchased a car seat for Levante bell and gave it to him. And then, um, Levante said, thank you. He was going to turn around and say, thank you again. The, the officer was gone. He didn't want any notoriety or anything off of this. Levante took it on himself to, to call the, the sheriff, the police department that she belongs to and, and tell him how, how great that, uh, that act was and how it changes perception on law enforcement. Um, this being said, this is in Detroit, uh, where there's some definite, um, animosity towards uh, law enforcement sometimes. So it was a, it was a good lighthearted story about another man just helping another man out. Um, transcending barriers of of law enforcement and what had happened to be the african-american community and i thought it was great what a what a just great fucking guy he doesn't necessarily get the big cojones of the week but he gets the you're a great fucking person of the week
1: heck yeah community policing at its finest
0: that really is and that's what um yeah for sure that's what policing used to be you know people used to respect what used to be I mean that's what used, the perception used to be, right? Back in like the, you know, forties and fifties and and sixties and, and stuff. Now in those areas, um, maybe not as much, but there used to be a perception of cops that they were semi decent people. Prior to the past five to seven years.
1: So well, big... during civil rights, was a bit of a rocky area. Yeah, it was. But and
0: probably I'm gonna say it. Probably true in most parts.
1: Oh but yeah, sure.
0: The good, the thing about I'm gonna say the thing about the military, the thing about the police force, the thing about firefighters, the thing about literally every job of the entire world. Um, they're a microcosm of society, so you get bad eggs, and you get good eggs in every single yeah. job ever. There
1: can and Mr. Scaglione here. I'm is, surprised I was able to even say his name. Very Italian, very very New Yorker.
0: He said the <laughs> Skaglione. <the> fucking... Scaglione. <laughs> no, what a what a great just human being. What a
1: dude. Being. Heck yeah.
0: But you Good know, stuff. You know what we should probably get into? We're about to get into some some definite word uh wordplay and everything with our next few segments. You want to do some mm-hmm. word association on musicians?
1: Yeah. And then explain yeah, let's it give to, that a
0: shot. to the listeners of what we do
1: yeah, all right. So this word association game that we do is a is a mental exercise where you pick a category, and this is this game is all based on people, right? So you pick a category like athletes, actors, actresses, musicians, stuff like that. And then what one of us will do is we'll get it started by saying a name. like if our if our uh, category was TV hosts or TV personalities, I would say Steve Harvey. Right, So then we're looking at initials, S and H. Um, Jones would then have to come up with a person whose first initial is the last initial of the person that I um, stated, right? So if I said Steve Harvey, Jones would have to come up with a person whose first name begins with H. Mm-hmm. And then we go back and forth until um, we can't think of somebody. It's a really good road trip game because you can you can open it up to any sort of personality that anyone would know right if you want you can keep it as broad or you can keep it as narrow as you want to it's a fun time waster um but it's also a good um way to kind of wake your brain up a little bit get you thinking
0: and so i our, will say our one, topic one uh before you get into that a big portion of of where i played this um was sitting in a humvee when it was negative 35 40 degrees out uh for 12 yep. to 15 hours with random people i didn't know um, and it was a good way to pass the time and it gets no people. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great game. You can play it anywhere with anybody. And if you're sitting there and it sucks and you're cold or hot or too hot or whatever, it's a good way to keep your mind off. Whatever's going around you.
1: That's also, um, a really fun, a really fun game you can do is the, um, the next segment that we got segment number four. Don't get me started. Um, do we want to go ahead and just switch over to that page?
0: Let's let's toss some musicians on there real quick, and
1: okay, let's let's do are so
0: afraid this one might be quick.
1: <laughs> this one might be quick. I don't know a whole lot of
0: I'll let musicians'
1: you names, but all right, I'll I'll start with uh, let's do John Mellencamp.
0: John Mellencamp, you the melon? Dude. <laughs> I figured
1: M would be easy. How many people's names first names start with M?
0: Oh. Um, oh,
1: okay. Uh, trivia question for the chat and for the listeners: John Mellencamp went by a stage name, and also it was kind of his nickname. Do you know what it was?
0: Hmm. Interesting question.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure Echo will get it because I just I was just reading the comments, and Echo knew that the band Leonard Skinner did break up after that plane crash. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe Echo is a little bit more musically inclined than I realized, and maybe Echo knows John Mellencamp's nickname. I think um, of the if word I if nice. I don't get an answer in the chat by the time we're finished with this, I'll I'll just spill the beans. Okay.
0: So I might have to do my first phone a friend uh, to Echo in the chat already. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Assuming he's still here.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I sure, he is. Um. Let's see. M.
1: I've already got one for that. I've got a couple.
0: You've got a couple for M already?
1: I've got two, right off the top of my head.
0: Fuck. Matt. Mario.
1: Oh yeah, I got, a, Mario, I got three now.
0: Um, Not Lopez. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> That's an actor, right? Um, I think so, yeah. Mario. Matt. Mike who's the no. most famous
1: jazz singer of our decor or our of our generation
0: of our generation
1: mm-hmm. starts with them
0: oh my gosh it does uh fucking um <laughs> i hate myself for this
1: <laughs> uh... what what's a uh, what's a slang term for champagne Or a different a different name you use for champagne. It's in rel- It's in reference to the uh, the the carbonation
0: that starts with an M.
1: No, no, no. it starts with a B.
0: Oh, Michael Bublé. <laughs>
1: there it is. Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> oh
0: damn it, <laughs> oh, damn it All right, So
1: now I got now I got B. Yeah, because people call him bubbly. Yeah. Right. And bubbly is a colloquialism for um, for champagne. Colloquialism. All All right, so- nice. I love that word. So. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that means, a colloquialism is a unique... It's a word or phrase unique to a location that's a different way of saying something common. Like, for example, champagne. champagne. Some people... Um, It's similar to slang. A colloquialism is similar to slang, but slang is a way of... Shortening the word. A colloquialism is just a straight up different way of saying it. Hmm. For example, if you go to Australia, they don't call it a bathroom, they call it the dunny, right? Or they got a bunch of different other goofy words for it. But colloquialism is similar to slang, but it's something that's specific to a location. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the difference between um, a washcloth and a wash rag right okay if you go to different locations they call it different things but um anyway okay well, so uh the, the most common one is soda and pop is this you right
0: is this you trying to think of someone that starts to B?
1: oh no sorry <laughs> i went off on a tangent right there because <laughs> well, you mentioned colloquialism i thought um, you were
0: i thought you were stalling <laughs> no, like, I'm not... this is a this is a really good stall
1: Dude, I can barely formulate that, those sentences, let alone be thinking of a name in the back <laughs> of my brain. Good grief. How many burners do you think I got going up there? So I need a B. B. Uh, um. B Bob Ben. Uh, uh. A Billy Idol.
0: Ooh, Billy Idol.
1: Famous for the song Dancing with Myself. I.
0: Ooh. That's a hard one. I. Ian. Ike Ingrid Ingrid
1: Ingrid I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you uh hold on I'm gonna look this up
0: what was the uh oh what was what was that the duo the duet the duo they had um it was a male and a female it was
1: Alex and Claire
0: no it was a really famous one. they broke up
1: oh found it Oops, if I spelled it right.
0: Irma, Ian, Isaac. Well, that's a rough one.
1: Yeah, that is a rough one.
0: Those are the only I names I can even think of.
1: <laughs> what if we allow each other one use of Google around?
0: Okay. We'll use it on I.
1: All right, I will let you look for a musical artist whose name begins with I. You're probably going to find somebody European, I'll bet.
0: Whose first name begins with I? I hate myself.
1: Ingwe Malmstein? Oh, no, his name starts with Y. Never mind. Yeah, it starts
0: with the Y. No, <laughs> Ice Cube.
1: <laughs> ha! Damn okay, stage it. name.
0: Oh, my God, there's tons of them.
1: Well, hey, don't uh, get off Sorry. that Google page. Sorry. All right, so I got C. I'm going to go with the late, great, and splattered Kurt Cobain. Pretty sure it's a K. Fuck. Never mind, then. One okay. second. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right, it was. It was, yeah. Dang it. All right. Um. Okay. What is 50 cents real name? Curtis Jackson.
0: Curtis Jackson.
1: That is 50 wow. cents real name.
0: I did <gasps> not think you would pull that out.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That back burner got fired up <laughs> during my, my delay.
0: <laughs> All right. Jay. John Mellencamp.
1: I just used that! I started with that!
0: You did? Fuck. Yeah! Um,
1: Man, he's trying to steal my plug.
0: <laughs> Jay. Um, oh, what's his name?
1: Mm, I've got a few already. And coincidentally, the two I am thinking of both have the same first name and they both have the same initials. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um, J. 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 Oh, now I have three. Jeremiah.
1: Jingleheimer Schmidt.
0: Jingleheimer Schmidt, my favorite artist.
1: His name Um, is my name, too. (laughs)
0: Jerry, Joe, Joseph.
1: Oh, I got four now.
0: Oh, is it Joe? Um, don't say Pesci. No, <laughs> it's <an actor. laughs> Isn't there a Styles brother that's a Joe?
1: Who's or, the?
0: Or uh, wow, Joseph? I'm I'm
1: disappointed. I'm disappointed in you, Jones. Who's the guitarist that? Oh plays, my god, Joe uh,
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to say guitarist like. Yeah. Joe Satriani, the greatest guitar player to ever live. Yes.
1: Better than Ingway? Really?
0: I've seen both of them now. I've seen him. Yeah. Evi Oh. Uh, and Ingway Malmstein. Those are the top three guitar players to ever hold a guitar. I'm going to see. Uh, Wait, Patricio. hold on. Hold
1: on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. That needs to be our next uh, debate topic. If you think you're going to get best...
0: destroyed. I promise. You. Uh,
1: Jimi Hendrix. Uh,
0: Stevie destroyed. Ray Vaughan. I'm going to get I'll give clips for you. And you're gonna go. Oh, I love Jimmy. I love him. He's a top ten.
1: The Voodoo Child. And
0: I, I love Santana, but
1: oh, I didn't even think about Santana.
0: They don't hold a candle to Joe. Well, Saturani, and we also Yngwie we Malt also see. can't
1: we also can't discount um, Eric Clapton.
0: You can't. Who put Jimi
1: Hendrix on the map?
0: He's a top five. Funny team. enough, yes, John Petrucci is the. Um, pertucci john pertucci
1: i'm watching you have a stroke right now
0: john pertucci he <laughs> was the if you just say
1: it fast it's fine
0: what's that band that we used to play on um uh guitar here all the time
1: oh is dream he uh theater? was he the guitarist for dream theater yeah, yeah. no shit he's a top i didn't know that fan. yeah okay that's fair yeah because dream theater is nuts so s s song was fun okay s Okay, Steve Vai.
0: You fucker. Since you served it <laughs> up to me on a
1: silver platter. V? V? <laughs> oh, okay, a never in? mind. All right, I'll, I'll no, give you... I'll give let you... me think about yeah, it for Vicky, a second. Yeah, Vicky, Vincent, Vinny, Victoria. Oh,
0: Vincent. Um, No, that's the last name.
1: I'll do a different one for you. I can think of one better. All right, this is an easier one. Steve Green.
0: Okay. I grew up listening. I grew up
1: listening to Steve Green. Gary yeah.
0: Clark Jr.
1: Oh. I now do, do I have to do C or J?
0: yeah uh, you can do either way. Either one.
1: Okay. So I'll do C. Um. Um Carrie Underwood.
0: Ooh. Oh.
1: <laughs> I just gave you U. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've gotten U and V.
1: And we ended on that. <laughs> Because there's no way you're going to find somebody whose name you. starts with. The only you. person I can think of is Uma Thurman, and she's the actress from um, <laughs> or Kill Bill. is
0: it. Is it Ud... No, it's
1: Idris. Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah.
0: You. You. Ye...
1: I honestly don't.
0: I don't know any I, names that with. Serves... I don't I, know. I will concede you to you on this one. I thought I, had, I thought I had musicians I, I, in my bag this week. I but... pulled
1: out the underwear. I mean, You could have got me
0: on V, too. <laughs> honestly, I
1: probably could have got you on V. Well, I'm sure you would have been able to find a Vinny or a Vincent or a, yeah. um, something like that.
0: Probably. Probably some foreign artist, but I already used my Google. Ain't already used my... Yeah, you did. <laughs> ...owner friend, kinda. You give me a hint.
1: Alright, hey, so, uh, Chad, I did promise this. John Mellencamp's nickname... He was known as Cougar. John Cougar Mellencamp. Was he a cougar? No, that's strictly for females. Oh, what's a male um,
0: called besides Creep?
1: <laughs> uh, rich. Rich usually.
0: <laughs> usually, yeah. I
1: don't well think endowed. there's a word for it. A, a male. <laughs> a male cougar. No, don't they I
0: call don't... them? Uh, uh, something with silver. Their silver hair silver fox i think so i don't know whatever i'm not there whatever. yet so i don't know
1: <laughs>
0: I'm learn at least
1: well, i'm just one day less from dying out. young <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right now you want to go into uh some debate
1: well hold on hold on not don't debate um
0: some yeah. don't get me started some debating how it. we're not going to get each other started obviously is what i meant right right
1: yes all right so uh, like i mentioned as far as um Road Trip Games concerned. this is a fun one. So the way this game works, if you guys are a first-time listener or viewer, I am going to give Jones a random kind of innocuous topic like ice cream trucks or elevators or something like that. But then I will tell him you either love it or you hate it. And then he has to instantly go on a rant for a whole minute on all the reasons why he either loves or hates the particular topic that I give him. Now, if you want to be particularly sinister, you can give him a topic that you know he loves. You know, like Jones oh, yeah. loves Michigan, right? He's from oh, Michigan. Yeah, I so if, I te- if I, But if I tell him your topic is that you hate Michigan, you know, or something like that. Or, for example, I love guns, right? Mm-hmm. And if Jones tells me I hate guns, I need to go on a, a rant about all the reasons why I hate them. So you can kind of play a little tricksy uh, games that way. So, all right, Jones, do you want your love it or hate it item first?
0: Give me a love it.
1: All right. And then let me start the timer. Yeah.
0: Where did I put
1: it? Let me know when you're ready. Ready? All right. You love skinny jeans.
0: I love skinny jeans about 10 years ago uh, (laughs) when I could fit in them. (laughs) (laughs) So I will present by saying this, Um, I was an emo kid. All right. Every emo kid in their heyday has skinny jeans,
1: um, or Jinko jeans, <laughs> depending on what in some kind have. of
0: flannel. Um, this is back in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, maybe. Um, but I love them, they got some style on them. You can wear any kind of shoes you want with them. Um, it screams like, Hey, I'm here to show what I got, you know, I am not afraid to show, you know, what I'm saying, what's going on. Um, I don't need to wear baggy jeans for that. They don't fall down your waist, which is nice. Don't even need a belt. You can wear one for style, but you don't need it. Um, yeah, skiing jeans are nice. They're not the worst thing in the world because they're the best thing in the world. And that's all I got to say about them.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: So is that a good way to dodge? They're
1: not, the, they're not the best thing in the world, but they're not the worst thing in the world. Well, the because they're the world. not the worst thing in the world.
0: Because they're the best thing in the world, yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. that's That's funny.
0: All right. Do you want your luck? Or your I did
1: I never struck you never struck me as a skinny jeans kind of person.
0: Oh no, I never wear them. I never wore them once. Not oh, even, okay. Yeah, no. I was the emo kid that was still you're you talking at your ass. I've always been a bulky guy, so I uh yeah. there's no way any skinny jean dude I can you know, I'm just showing what I'm no got. No self
1: respecting person. Like how much
0: circulation you get cut off down there? My thighs have always been huge. I've always had big ass thighs because I've always been an athlete. Right. And there's no way regular jeans don't even fit me. Re- let alone regular jeans are skinny jeans to me. <laughs> so <it's,
1: laughs> um Oh yeah. Yeah, the, like uh, the ever the ever evolving struggle of finding a pair of jeans that fit. Oh, okay. So shameless plug for Levi's. They um I have a pair of their jeans. Who is not
0: a sponsor, but
1: you no, could be not at all. Um I found these I stumbled across these at Kohl's a couple years ago. I needed a new pair of jeans, so I bought them. They now have jeans with slightly elastized waistbands.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Slightly, they don't look elastic, but they've got some stretch to them, I and they're those. super comfortable. I talk about my so I can
0: khakis usually where it looks doesn't look like it, but they're a little bit. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving.
1: They are, and you can. They just... have a flex to them that I didn't think jeans were capable of. I could go rock climbing in these jeans, wow. and I wouldn't tear out my crotch. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Yeah. Really? Okay, so that's my shameless plug. <laughs> anyway, all right, Jones, give me um let's love something first. Oh love it before I hate it.
0: Oh, I got a good one for you.
1: Uh, don't say Victoria's Secret again.
0: A real good. One. No, even better. You absolutely love and adore anime.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: Alright. We <laughs> the timer for you and go
1: all right anime has a way of conveying some of the most deep and complex storylines in all of cinema all right and now that's evidenced by the fact that you can have seasons of shows like one piece for example that has what are they up to like 300 episodes mm, 1100 over how many Ele- 1100 episodes and people are still watching it right it's the same storyline it's the same plot line um look at the you can look at the number of animes there's, there's something for everybody. The art style is you completely unique. And not only are they TV shows that have multiple seasons, but there are also, Studio Ghibli has thrown out a couple of really critically acclaimed movies, like Spirited Away, uh, Princess Mononoke. That was a great one. Um, anime is fantastic for the amount of cultural significance, international renown, and the amount of product that it's able to spit out.
0: The fact that you were able... I
1: watched your draw drop when I said Princess Mononoke!
0: <laughs> have you ever watched anime? Yeah. You have? Have you ever watched one that yeah. you liked?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, me, so, I haven't watched it. I will tell okay, you... No, I,
1: I take that back. I take that back. Princess Mononoke was actually pretty interesting.
0: Yes, it was. It was kind of cool. And, um, and I, I the, the watched one? a lot of... I uh, uh, Spirited Away. Girl in the Moving Castle. Oh
1: no, no, no! It's the um, uh, Castle on a Cloud. Uh, I remember seeing commercials for it as a kid in the other movies I was watching. Um, no, but I've seen Howl enough in the anime to Castle. know that's what it was. Yeah, it away. That was another Studio Ghibli, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I actually don't like anime for most of the aforementioned reasons. Um, I don't like the art style. I don't like how cheesy it is. I don't like how, during a fight scene, they have fifteen minutes of dialogue. <laughs> okay, a, that's
0: Dragon fight, Ball Z right. for a
1: fight scene that would have lasted ten seconds. That's um, Dragon Ball Z.
0: That's that's like yeah. seven episodes for one attack action. That's it. That's I'd it. rather I'd
1: rather be dragging my balls across glass.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will say you should watch um watch it in English, but Vinland Saga. It's not like that at all. It's about the Vikings.
1: That's, that sounds I was gonna say that sounds Norse.
0: Yeah, it's it's very, very good. It's it's got hmm. the perfect amount of drama, the perfect amount of action. The action's not over the top. Um, it's what you would expect from Vikings. Um cool. the storyline's phenomenal. Um yeah, I, I think Saga. you can find it on Netflix, but yeah, Vinland is great for I it, just canceled my Netflix. <laughs> me, I hadn't been using it. Let me know after this, it, it's I'll give 20 you 20
1: bucks a month. It's twenty bucks a month for Netflix now.
0: Okay, maybe I I'll be, be doing that. Canceling my
1: Yeah, I don't watch it. If I'm gonna watch a, a movie or a TV show, I go on Amazon Prime. Right? Honestly, you're
0: right. I don't. I don't think I've watched Netflix in months.
1: Yeah, I watch, yeah Hulu's I, got a I bunch I of good shit now. It. I haven't. I haven't been on Hulu in forever. I think you still have. Because there's my nothing account. on. I do, but there's nothing on Hulu that I can't find elsewhere.
0: Hmm. Right. Good point
1: anyway all right moving on
0: do you want well you get your dislike now
1: i just went no i just it's went. your turn
0: i just went wait no you just went
1: what are you smoking i wish something
0: Fucking biden better do something jesus
1: all righty this is your hate you hate soft serve ice cream
0: mm. soft serve ice cream
1: soft serve ice cream You fucking... My topics were slightly uninspired this week.
0: Uh,
1: The ones last week were great. All right,
0: so soft serve ice cream. You got like fucking calories on that shit. That's all I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) say. That's the end of of argument. No, soft serve ice cream. You know, you go to the ice cream shop. You can get some soft serve out of this, like squirted out, like something shitting in your cone out of these machines, right? Or, or you can get that stuff right out of the pint. You scoop it with the metal scoop. Maybe you got the one that has a little cow on the scoop. You scoop it out, you put it in your bowl. It doesn't melt in 30 seconds like soft serve does. You ever carry one of the things around as a a kid with the cone and you walk five minutes down the road and it's already spilling all over your hands and you're sticky and gross? Yeah, that's soft serve for you. That hard stuff, that good stuff, you find that in a pint or a gallon or something like that, and it's so much. It's so much better. I just and there's only limited. There's limited favors in soft serve.
1: <laughs> not bad.
0: Not bad. Yeah, that one was kind of rough. I, I'd really I enjoy soft serve ice cream.
1: I love a soft serve. I got a funny story about this. You want to switch over to the? Oh yeah. We've been
0: bullshitting a lot oh. and not been sitting around the. We fire. have.
1: Yeah, we haven't even. We haven't even sat around the fire once. Um. So, when I was a kid, during the summers, um when I was a really little kid, we had a ice cream shop in town called Susie Q's and they had super cheap soft serve cones, like super cheap. And it was great because, you know, my family, I have five siblings on a single income household. You know, the little delicacies of life were few and far between, but when we did get them, our ice cream was great. But then um, Susie Q's got bought out and then a new place came came in called four Queens to this day. I will drive hours to get four Queens ice cream. It's the best. But the, the funny story was, is my dad, um, he would always drive. We'd all be piled in the back seat, And he would always order a large orange vanilla twist. That was his thing. Nice. Right. Large, sitting on the, the, the cake cone, not a waffle cone, a cake cone. Classic. And <laughs> I remember... <laughs> to this day our family jokes about this he he handed all the ice cream back into the minivan he got his he took one big old lick right out the bottom the whole cone plopped into his lap (laughs) and the steering wheel as he's pulling away he's like oh no oh no he's trying not to cuss because we all know he really wants to swear right now so he's coming he's coming up with all sorts of you know, clean Christian alternatives. But as he's trying to drive away, steer, pick his cone up off his crotch, put it back on his mom's fishing napkins out of the uh, out of the glove compartment. The rest of us in the backseat are dying laughing. Dad's getting frustrated, <laughs> and he's trying. To- <laughs> I don't. It was probably one of those you had to be there. Oh, but yeah. we st- we still joke about the one time Dad took one lick and the whole thing just <laughs> right in his lap and all over the steering wheel. All over his pants. It ended up in the center console. It ended up on his shirt. It was a nightmare, but think, it was so funny.
0: I think that's one of those ones that, um, that most people can relate to. They've already got a story about a parent oh, or a yeah. friend or, or something around them that, that's done something like or that. Or
1: the, the little sibling that doesn't realize that you can't go like this. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> or when they go to eat it, they shove their whole face into it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of trying to eat it like, right, like, we had this uh, place in Traverse City uh where I'm from. Um it's called Moomers.
1: Moomers. And
0: is a world I shit you not, a world renowned ice cream at this point. People yeah. travel from around the world to go to this place. Um you drive up, it's in the country, because that's where I grew up in the country. Um and it's right next to the Moomers farm. So you can sit on the balcony, okay. you go in, all the milk and everything's made from the cows on the Moomers farm. Um and they walk it up or well now they're rather gators. Um, up to the moomer's place to to drop all the milk off and it's all made uh, locally but you nice. can sit on the porch out there and you can um you can look over the entire farm and it's one of the most beautiful things in the world and then inside they have this map um where they give you pins and everywhere you're from they let you uh, put a pin where you're from and those cool. things are fucking full the united states around the world it's it's such a cool experience well there used to be this place um and i can't remember the name of it at the top of my head now but it was right next to the sports park so okay when we would go for baseball games um or uh down the road for a football game we would always stop by this one ice cream shop and like you said it was this really cheap one you know a dollar fifty or two bucks for a cone or something right um and some of the best moments of my childhood were getting done with a, a baseball game. My dad would pick me up. Oh yeah. He'd walk over and grab me, We'd walk over to the ice cream shop. And the we post baseball shit game for money. But yeah. The
1: post-baseball game ice cream trip is an American staple. It is. It's and especially where I'm from.
0: The Same. Michigan, well, yeah. Michigan's huge in a few things. Um one of the big ones hockey. Uh because we're in the cold. Uh you're practically Canadian. A lot of fucking hockey. No, don't you fucking say that. <laughs> We are not Canadians.
1: You're basically Canadians. You, you shut your you're, mouth. You're you're angry Canadians. <laughs>
0: well, that may be somewhat true, but we're not Canadians. We're not that nice. Um, exactly. Yeah, we're not Canadians. You're just the angry but version, yeah, so. and baseball's baseball's pretty big, um, as well. So is football. But, anyways, back to yield You digress. Uh, don't get me started.
1: All right, I got one more. One more thing. This is this is my hate, right?
0: Yep. And I got you on this one. And I did not think about this before our debate topic. Um
1: If you say baseball.
0: I'm gonna say baseball. You fucking you, hate it.
1: You cock and I, balls. I
0: thought about that way before we talked about our debate topic.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you did.
0: I did. I had I'm this done at sure like am sure you did. I had this done like fifteen thirty today. Um PST. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. I
0: promise you. I promise you. I don't you.
1: believe it. Chat, is he ready? full of shit or is he full of shit? I
0: I 100% <laughs> pinky promise, cross with fingers, all that shit. Are right, you ready?
1: All right. Yo. All right. I hate baseball because it is so hard. That's what she said. Uh everything <laughs> yeah. about baseball is hard, from throwing a ball accurately to hitting a ball, to fielding a ball, to catching a ball. I'm not skilled enough as an individual, right, to be able to do that with any sort of skill whatsoever. I can't do it. So I hate the fact that it is so hard that the average person just can't do it. Um, I hate the fact that baseball games are long And boring, right? You know, you could go through an entire game and one team not get a hit. Like, how entertaining is that? Like, yeah, so, um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That was. Got him. (sighs)
0: you would lied out of your teeth there, though, about the, the heart and coordination and everything. Because obviously, no, you that, played that growing was, up. And I,
1: play I lied about the fact that I can't do it. Exactly. I didn't lie about the fact that it is the most difficult thing in all of sports to do, as verified by several independent sources. It is
0: very true. the the uh It's less than a second, right? I can't remember the exact time, but from a, the from oh, a, from an MLB picture. About four-tenths of a second. For the batter to know average. what pitch is coming and where it's going, yeah. The hand-eye coordination of baseball is fucking insane. It it's blows ridiculous. my mind all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah, so what I was lying about was the fact that I can't do that. I have played baseball competitively since I was seven years old, up until I was in high school, Then I played high school ball. And then when I stopped playing high school ball, I have since been playing competitive slow-pitch softball, men's softball, which mm-hmm. at this point I think I've been doing longer than i played baseball.
0: It happens when you get older now, though. <laughs> I'm trying to find yeah. a beer league out here to play in, but California's like, See,
1: they're real serious like out leagues. here. I don't like beer leagues because I am a super competitive person, and I can't take people not taking it seriously. It grates on my gears, especially when they yeah. make errors, or you can tell like they just don't give a crap.
0: I'm at the point it in gr- my life that it
1: grates on me.
0: I, I know that I'm not going pro softball or something, so I'd. I just like going out and having fun. Yeah. But it'd be cool if, like, my dad and I... Because he's he's a good athlete. At 50, oh, sure. Yeah. And I've always been a pretty decent athlete. Um, I played baseball like you my whole life. I played football and baseball since I was... I can't remember how young. Um, and I always was pretty good at it. Um, but, yeah, the out here there... They're different about baseball out here in in softball and everything than anywhere else I've ever seen in the
1: United States. The benefit being is that they can play it year round exactly and they're super fucking
0: snooty about it out here um
1: i uh I played baseball in fifth and sixth grade. I played with a kid um his name was Mark Stremke. He would go with his dad to Arizona in the winters so he could continuously play baseball
0: really yep. which helps a lot for development because if oh, you think absolutely. about your fr-
1: and this kid was good the midwest this kid was really good now we got the midwest is really good when it comes to the feeder teams and the yeah. feeder systems like we had um the old university of northern iowa baseball coach his name was rick heller um he created wooden bat leagues for the local high schools so and that was in the spring and fall and he would put on hitting, fielding, pitching, catching clinics throughout the year, um, teaching college level technique to kids as young as third grade, right? And I would do that every several times a year, starting back when I was in like fourth or fifth grade. um, I went to pitching camps, fielding camps, hitting camps in the offseason. Mm-hmm. like they take it seriously because as far as you and I was concerned, The college at least is that they knew they weren't they aren't a d1 college right so most of their recruiting is going to be local right so if you can increase the talent in your local area for the sports that your college represents you're basically creating your own feeder program
0: you know i never thought about that that's a very that's a very interesting um recruiting uh process wow when i was growing up i one of my best friends um His brother played, and he was really fucking good. Uh, He had offers to a bunch of D one schools for for scholarships and everything, but he ended up because I guess he had a girlfriend or something that went there, uh, possibly or some other reason. Um, But he went to this D three college, this D three like Christian college in Michigan. I can't remember what the name of it is, Um, but I remember him coming back on break, and he would because he played catcher and I always played catcher, and he would teach me um, all this cool shit about catching, um, framing correctly. And, um, yeah. but I remember that like just him doing that made me play so much better than all my peers as a catcher. Uh, it was ridiculous. And then there was some in Traverse city, a lot of the the people who retire baseball players and stuff, they move up there because it's on the lake. There's lakes every five miles. They can put houses on, on the bay. They can go to the water all the time. Skiing's sure. huge. So a lot of rich baseball players retire there. But they would have camps every once in a while from uh they had a they had a Astros catcher uh that lived there that put on clinics all the time. I can't remember the name of. It cool. wasn't um the super famous one though. Yes, it was. It was uh Sandy um, Alomar? Roberto no Piazza. Piazza? Yeah, Piazza? Really? he lived in Traverse City. I thought he played
1: right? I thought he played with the Mets.
0: Uh he played with the Astros for a little bit too, if I don't if I remember okay. correctly old pizza. Yeah, but he he lived in Traverse City and had catching camps. Um, I was too cool. poor, so I can't go to him. But, uh, but yeah,
1: it tends to happen. But yeah, another cool thing with that feeder system, um, uh, it gives the college and the high school coaches a chance to monitor the progression of prospective up up and coming, you know, athletes smart. from a, from a pretty young age too. That's yeah, that's a
0: that's a that's a very smart tactic. Honestly, I wish they would do. Well, they started doing that in football recently. Um, over the past like five or six years, maybe they started doing uh, a lot of camps, um, with high school players and middle school players, specifically like skill positions, like wide receiver, right, corner, yeah. everything. And they'll do seven on sevens, which is quarterback and X amount of wide receivers and tight ends against safeties and corners and linebackers right, sometimes. Right. But colleges would do that, and it's increased the development of the um the youth to where. I listened to this recently um on the Pat McAfee show with uh, AJ Hawk which is probably a oh, Hall yeah. of Fame middle linebacker. He was a
1: uh, uh, Ohio State, right?
0: Yes, Ohio State. Ugh, okay. Gross. Fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> but uh in <laughs> and, and Darius Butler who was a corner on multiple teams was very good and the of team, multiple teams good. They were talking about how the development now in children because of um social media is so influential on how much better these kids are getting uh, than maybe the players 10, 15, 20 years ago even were. So kids coming out of college now are like 10 times the athlete that kids coming out of college 20 years ago
1: were. Like, Well, and the kids going into high school even, or the it, kids coming into college.
0: Exactly, just yeah, 10 the, times the, skill the athlete.
1: Cap is, the skill cap is just going up.
0: They're bigger, stronger, faster. They're on eating plans and workout plans and shit. Adrian Hawk was talking about like, yeah, not AJ Hawk, but Pat McAfee was talking about some of the dudes would eat a double cheese, like ten double cheeseburgers, and smoke a pack, and then go out um, hungover and in practice in the NFL, like still elite athletes, like Hall of Fame athletes. Now they're like, they eat x, x amount of calories and do x minutes and seconds of workouts and shit.
1: But that's ridiculous.
0: We should, uh, we should pop into anyway.
1: That's a that's a decent segue. Sports.
0: Our, uh, would you rather? Oh, let's forget right. about that.
1: I almost forgot about
0: that. Did you get a topic this week or did you actually? I do. Okay, cool. You want to go first? Or yeah. You want to go first?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. I think I got a pretty decent one. All right. All right. Would you rather every time you fart, it is really loud or every time you fart, it's wet?
0: Oh, loud or wet. Mm, that's a good one. Cause if it's wet, you mean something's coming.
1: <laughs> there's... But at least people might not hear it.
0: But there's a little bit of animosity to it as well, <laughs> not animosity, uh, anonymity to it. Yeah, there might be some animosity from your butthole for it too. But some
1: some person some personal animosity. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I'd rather have. Does that mean I always have swamp ass then too? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather. I'd probably rather have wet farts. Deadline really? Farts. Yeah, because this is this is the way I'm thinking about it. So let's say I'm on a date with a with a chick, and I've already got enough problems as it is. All right, I can't I can't be adding any more problems into the equation, <laughs> or I'm not getting any, a woman anytime soon. Um,
1: well, so if right. I have a wet fart, uh, conversely, though, you go back to her place, take off your pants, and she sees, you know. Jeez, that you creamed your corn.
0: That's is not that what a even, wet fart that means. Words? That just means that. That just means something, that.
1: Something. No, that means something came out with it. No. How that's else a, is it? Else that's is it a shark.
0: That's different. Yeah. So you're saying. wet
1: fart is the same thing. No, it
0: is not. A wet fart could be like.
1: How else would it be wet if there wasn't something wet that came out?
0: It's just moisture. Not, not it's not a shark.
1: condensation.
0: Okay, well, that's used the whole question. Would I rather shart all the time
1: or yes, would I rather every, have a loud fart? Every time, would you rather every time you fart it be trumpetously loud and comical or you cream your corn every time?
0: Okay, well, that's an entirely different question. I would definitely rather have uh, <laughs> louder farts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, like you said, comical, you could have, you could make uh-huh. that a one, you preface the whole date saying, hey, I'm just going to let you know. If I, you know, if I if I play the butt trombone, uh, the brown trombone, I'm...
1: The, the old anal audio. The old
0: anal audio. um, It's going to be loud. It might be embarrassing. But I, maybe I could, like, follow it up with, like, an act. I could, like, lift my leg up, maybe do a little dance or something. Just um, always
1: be at a loud club.
0: Yeah. <laughs> always, always be at a super... Never sit at the back of a restaurant. Always sit in the bar. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. Wet fart. If you shart all the time, that'd be that'd be pretty rough. You have to wear adult diapers. So I I am against wearing adult diapers for the age of seventy five. Um. So yeah, Larf, uh, loud w- farts. What about
1: a uh, what about a pad? Do would you wear a pad?
0: No, because I would rather shart myself and <laughs> have her pull my pants down and be like, I shit myself. myself. <laughs> and her going, "You're twenty eight and you wear shit pads." I'm like, yeah. Yes, I do.
1: Hey, Sorry. it's a it's a real thing for people with IBS.
0: Hey, I, and it might be, and good for them. I'm glad that they have an outlet that they can use to to make sure they don't cream their pants. An uh, outlet, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does that suffice your would you rather? Sure. All right. Would you rather step on a Lego everywhere you walk, or Every chair you sit is uneven.
1: Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay. Actual nightmare. (laughs) That is something I would wish on my worst enemy. (laughs) Every table and chair you sit at has one uneven leg. Yeah.
0: There's a song about that and it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I would rather step on a Lego every time. And here's why. Here's a simple fix for that.
0: No, no shoes.
1: No, no shoes. Slippers no that's a type of shoe you fucking
0: <laughs> no no that's a type I can just of shoe always,
1: i can all right flip flop
0: no it's a type of shoe as well
1: it's plastic
0: it's got to be barefoot
1: okay how many times am i stepping on said lego
0: everywhere you go i don't know every time you walk
1: so like every single step there's a new lego i'm stepping on
0: <laughs> maybe even the same lego i don't know <laughs> yes there's a lego everywhere there's the grounds just littered in legos i almost did would you rather step on a lego or or an army man but decided uh to this one
1: i'd rather step on the army man plastic has a little bit more give than lego
0: dude army men are the worst every dad in the history of dads would say i would rather kill myself than do that for the rest of my life anyways uneven that's chair, kind of a we- uneven kind chair, of a weird,
1: or no, I hate uneven chairs. Barefoot. That's assuming, that's assuming I never wear shoes for the rest of my life in that yeah, scenario. They
0: stop making them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the apocalypse of shoes.
1: Okay, well, in that case, I do the uneven chair and just carry on a napkin with me everywhere I go. All
0: right, I- I'll take it. If I've made it so you can't wear shoes, I'll take it. There's always an out. <laughs> There's always an out. All right. Speaking of an out, I need to out something in the restroom. So you need to. <laughs> I was
1: gonna s was gonna say that's a perfect segue to uh me talking about how baseball is the best sport.
0: Well we're gonna, I'm gonna call I'm
1: gonna call you out.
0: We're gonna segue to that after I segue something out of my body. So I'll be back in a second.
1: Oh my god. I suppose it's better than a trumpetist fart. oh yeah so um we are still in the process of getting our uh double feed gaming youtube channel set up we have been streaming uh double feed game channel which is the channel name here on twitch we've been doing it's been mostly been us playing overwatch um, and what we managed to do is we were able to create a split-screen um, gaming. So our setup is very similar to the way our podcast is, where we have our cams in the top corners, we have our logo in the middle, and then we have our two, our two screens. Nope, by the way, this is mirroring myself. Our two screens are right there in the bottom, so you can watch both of our gameplay plus face cams at the same time. Um, we've recorded... Several streams so far, uh, we are still in the process of uploading all of those to a YouTube channel. So if you didn't watch us when we were streaming, you'll still be able to get a chance to watch us if you so desire. On YouTube, we will we'll be monitoring the 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 views and the likes to see um, which games you guys want to see more of. Um, when we streamed Overwatch, we got a decent amount of viewings when we <laughs> when we streamed Rainbow Six Siege, uh, we didn't get very many viewers because um, game's difficult. We weren't playing very well. And then we also streamed Northguard, which is um, something that Jones has streamed on his channel before, which got a lot of really good views. Um, we did do a split-screen version of Northguard, Jones. We did. Um, I'm giving a plug for our game channel, which the stream channel is up and running. We're still getting the YouTube channel up and running.
0: Yes. So... Um- with the the gaming channel too, there's been a little bit of technical difficulty just so you guys are tracked before we do it On um, we're using this streamlabs thing where uh we can have with the streamlabs app both of us put all our stuff in there yep. um but it's been a little weird recently so it's been a little choppy because we, can, on we can only
1: we can only yeah and then we can only hear my gameplay correct yeah or so we're going to we try really to fix that, that
0: in the future um in Around Halloween, though, we're still going to talk mm, about this a little bit. Next week. But there might be, I don't know, a possibility that we do a collaborative horror or something like that. Um, a what? What? Maybe a possibility of some some collaborative Halloween-esque or Halloween-based.
1: Oh. Horror.
0: Horror. Yeah. Not horror. Pronounce the
1: second R.
0: Not horror. That's why I
1: gave you the weird look. I'm like, what? Oh, I didn't hear about Oh, I thought you
0: meant... Yeah, we're gonna collaborate <laughs> with that too. Um we're gonna go around San Diego. Um no, um maybe a collaborative collaborative um horror game. Horror. Or, or something like that, which I think might be fun. Um
1: Or, hey, you know what we could do? Um the Rainbow Six Siege Doctor's Curse event. We could play some of that. We should. Which is hilariously funny and wildly entertaining.
0: Now Next really week as well, them. just oh, a is. little plug. Our next podcast will be Halloween based. Yes, so Halloween I themes,
1: would, Halloween themed backgrounds, Halloween themed topics, everything. Yes. Um.
0: So definitely make sure to tune in a little bit. I had the AI app um, that does art for me. Um, do some cool backgrounds and stuff so far. So I'm gonna keep yes. going at them. But you should We've tune into the. Ones turn to the youtube uh at double feed podcast at uh, youtube Tune to the twitch um we are now on spotify uh, that's if you guys right are over there listening we've on uploaded the
1: first two we've uploaded our first two episodes on spotify double feed podcast and there might on be
0: spotify. i, I might have figured out recently how to get this on itunes or apple music or whatever it's called now um, and a bunch apple of other music. streaming platforms yep. so you might be able to hear in the next uh two or three weeks listen on all of your favorite streaming platforms um, that's right. Because you know, why wouldn't you want to hear our um, terrible takes and, and beautiful voices everywhere? <laughs> Speaking of terrible takes oh, and beautiful yeah. voices, a, let's uh, let's Jones. Likes
1: football, <laughs> yeah, I do. I
0: love me some football, love me some football.
1: All right,
0: you want to go yeah. on uh, how this one works there, earlier
1: All right, so again, the way uh, our debate will work is the first challenge that we need to overcome when even picking a debate topic is we need to pick a topic that Jones and I don't agree on, which is right off the get very hard, surprisingly difficult. We're kind of two peas in a pod, but so the way this will work is we have our, um, our debate topic, which for me, I'm arguing on the side of baseball being the best sport. Jones is arguing on
0: the football. No, not soccer. Uh, American I'm saying American football american
1: American football American so we will um we will initially present our case in about a minute or so we're gonna hit some topics and some highlights that we want to talk about We'll bounce back and forth and then it is open season we're gonna go after each other we're gonna pick apart our arguments we're gonna throw out some stats some facts and um some other things like that so without further adieu as they say. <laughs> Uh, uh Jones would you like to assault our consciousnesses consciences
0: with facts and non statistics because statistics are stupid
1: a- with the aforementioned shit take <laughs> <laughs> Well it's
0: not a shit take and I'll tell you why Hit it bam timer started So baseball used to be the best sport um it used to be the most viewed sport most Used to be America's sport. Used to be all of that. In the past fifteen years, um, football, NFL, um, National Football League, has overtaken all sports um, with viewership, media, um, culture, uh, significantly. Now there are arguments being made on maybe other sports too. Uh, we're talking about specifically the United States, so it's American football. Um, It is the largest organization, the most profitable organization of any sports over the NBA, MLB, NHL, uh, MLS, um, by far. The earnings and the viewership and the cult following behind National Football League in the past 15 years is way higher than anything else. And I'll rest my case there. Ready?
1: Yep. As, soon as I see a pop. All right, baseball is the best sport. Um, uh, my first my first argument point is going to be that it is not a sport that is relegated to the continental United States. It is a worldwide sport, not just a country sport. It is beloved and renowned around the world. Um, it has a much more rich history. Um, uh, much more important historical. C- uh, historical context and impact in the United States. Um, let's see, what were some of the other ones I wanted to hit? Um, it is a more unique game, even just in the, uh, the art styles and even just the, the fields in general, it is, each field is unique. Um, it is a, um, very skill-based game. And it is also more open to a broader variety of people, not just specific um, body weights, specifically. So, those are, uh, are going to be some of the topics I'm going to talk about. So You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. All right. Um, as far as the history aspect of things, baseball is America's pastime. It has been known by that name for a very long time baseball has its own world-renowned theme song and jones knows exactly what i'm talking about yeah, everybody knows fun. what i'm talking about take me out to the ball game um the if you if you want to compare the history of football and baseball um one of the initial topics that i would like to bring up is name A football player or a baseball player from the 1920s? Jones, can you name football players from the 1920s? Bobby Lane. What? Bobby Lane. Okay, you got one. I don't even know who that is. Not going to lie.
0: It's the Detroit Lions quarterback who took them to the championship and won the first and fourth, something like that, championship for football.
1: Championship, not Super Bowl?
0: Uh well they changed it to Super Bowl um uh, like 20 years ago gotcha. yeah.
1: All right, but if you saying, ask if you ask a random individual who maybe not sports inclined if they can name classic baseball players, you've got classic names like Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Ty Cobb, Mickey Mantle who we uh who we referenced earlier um baseball and American culture as far as a historical standpoint is much more ingrained in the culture. Because like I said, everybody knows who Babe Ruth is, regardless if you even know how to play baseball or know anything about baseball. You know who these people are because it's that much a part of our culture. Um, Movies, like the Sandlot, right? Baseball culture. Um, More importantly, though, um, baseball was the first sport in the U.S. to have a black player. The late, great, number 42, Jackie Robinson. First black professional sports player. So, um, baseball would arguably be a more progressive uh, sport than uh, than football. A couple other things I want to draw attention to is the absence of time limits. Um, which causes baseball to be an easier watching and more enjoyable sport because there's not a time limit it goes until the game ends um the other big thing and as a baseball player myself i appreciate this more so than the average joe probably but it's the concept of the game within the game right every pitch that happens to every batter there is strategy there is scouting and there's a game plan involved Every single pitch for every single at bat, the pitcher and the catcher have taken have to take into account scouting reports, hitting tendencies, um base runners and scoring position. And every pitch has a specific intended purpose. And none of that is ever covered. You don't know that that's happening, it but it is happening. so it it speaks to the complexity and the the chess game. That happens within the sport, which if you're in the know, it makes it way more entertaining than what I mentioned in my um, my don't get me started about, oh, baseball is boring. You know, they throw it. They hardly ever get hits. If that's all the understanding you have of baseball, then okay, maybe you have a point. Sure. But for the people who know what's going on and the, the chess match that happens. It's not only just between the pitcher and catcher. That's the part that I really appreciated because I grew up being a pitcher. Right. But even the fielders. Have you ever seen uh the the ball players they'll take off their cap and they'll look at something that they got in under their bill? Right? They got like a, a little note card.
0: Which is ever I think seen that illegal now.
1: No, it's not. It's simply all it is is a scouting uh, no, the, of individual uh, players.
0: The tar and stuff is no.
1: No, I'm talking about it's a note card that tells you information about the players and the hitters. It's a defensive guide that says this hitter, nine times out of ten, hits the ball to this location, right? When these pitches are thrown, when these base runners are in scoring position, in the whatever scenario we're in, that hitter has certain tendencies. And the defense will shift and adjust accordingly to fit those tendencies. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. There's the uniqueness of the game as a whole, um, in which the defense starts the ball in motion. This is the only sport I can think of where that happens. Hmm. Um, yeah, the defense the probably, and the pitcher. Same sport. Yes, you're right. Well, no.
0: Well, similar. No,
1: don't don't tell a cricketeer that. Play. Um, so there's a there's a uniqueness to the game in that respect. Um, the ballparks, okay, every single ballpark is unique and different. The fences are different, different heights, different distances, different bullpen configurations. I know quite a few people who make it a bucket list item to visit every single ballpark. Because, like I said, every one of them is unique, uh, which speaks to the uniqueness of the game. I alluded to it earlier um, in the Don't Get Me Started about the difficulty of every aspect of baseball. So, part of my argument then, Jones, is I would submit if a non-athletic person with not a lick of athletic ability played football... And then tried to play baseball. Which one do you think they'd have slightly more success in doing? I would argue that football as a whole, in general, is easier than baseball. Purely from a technical standpoint. Which, again, would lead lead me to argue that the people who can do this successfully are overall better athletes. Because they can do things... That so few people can do. And I'll save these other ones. I'll save these other arguments for a little bit later.
0: All right, I'm going to destroy the overall better athlete portion right off the bat. (laughs) Really? You think so? Oh, yeah. Um, Before I do that, um, Echo had a point in in the chat. He said the ability to have fun... As a viewer, without really knowing the sport, cannot be understated. Um, with that, I would say let me is a saying: I love baseball. I, I I really do. I I've been a baseball fan since I was out of the womb. Baseball, hockey, and football. I'm a Detroit sports fan, so that means we haven't always been that great. Um, so I'm very diehard in all my sports, right? Um, but being able to enjoy a game. They don't have highlight re- wheel, uh reels on on uh, big hits in baseball. They have home runs, which are sick, right? It's home run reels are cool. They um, got web gems. Co- wait, wet, Cool, um, uh, cool plays, uh, from the infield are awesome and catches and stuff. But there's something visceral about football, um, and dangerous exactly so there's something about it that that peaks our human nature those hit reels that used to happen uh still do happen um but they made the game a little bit more safe now uh as i'll get into here in a second with baseball they've ruined uh, but
1: (laughs) they've ruined
0: oh they ruined baseball um but the those hit those hit reels of like ray rice uh not Ray Rice, uh, Ray Lewis, Ray and, and um, oh, in yeah. the the Baltimore defense, Troy Polamalu, and all those guys, and uh, all these dudes just fucking destroy, almost killing people. There's something about that that is so entertaining to to a, just a regular person that doesn't even enjoy sports. There's something about that that's so entertaining, um, and I think it goes back to our uh, just us as as human beings intrinsically. That can't be understated, just like Echo said. Now, going into um, overall better athletes, you are completely wrong with that one, and I'm sorry. If you would have said um, better um, reaction time and better hand-eye coordination, I could I could see that possibility. More but, skill. No, because he, here's the thing about about football. These are the most freak of nature athletes by far in the world you've got a dude um that came out of georgia last year jordan davis let me let me look up his stats real quick this man all right so jordan davis he was the defensive tackle out of georgia he came out of the draft last year um This man was 6'6, 340, 341 pounds. His hands, his hands are 10 inches, 10 and a three-quarter inch per hand. He runs a 4-7-8 40-yard dash. A 4-7-8 40-yard dash. That man's running so fucking fast for 341 pounds. That's insane receivers and stuff running like four fours which is what it's you know three tenths of a second faster than him and That's he's 341 nuts. pounds and six six he's an absolute monster of a human being when it comes to athleticism um
1: not so the to, argument for that athleticism is purely genetics and speed
0: no the argument is
1: he, i mean those are the stats you gave me
0: athleticism is is all-encompassing he can bench more than everybody probably in the... I guarantee you he can bench more than everyone in the MLB. He can run faster than 99% of the people in MLB. His hand-eye coordination is probably insane compared to the, most people in the MLB. His um his broad jump and his high jump are higher than most people in the MLB. And he's 6'6", 341 pounds. That's not even including some of the greatest athletes to ever play the game in... in uh. In football, think about um, the ones that have played dual sport, right? There's been multiple people that have played dual sport and then chose football. Kyler Murray, for example, um, he was a dual sport athlete, got drafted and decided, nah, I'm good. And he wouldn't played football. Um, uh, What was that safety out of Dallas who played baseball for as an outfielder? I can't remember off the top of my head. But he ultimately chose football, as well. Um, going back in the day, there was a, a few other players I can't remember off the top of my head, but they played dual sport baseball and football. Ultimately, choosing football. Um, oh, Jackson. Yeah. He
1: Stuck with baseball though.
0: Uh, I think he didn't he play the entire time on both.
1: Don't for, don't forget oh. Mahomie.
0: Mahomie chose Here's football over baseball. Um, a lot of these honestly, a lot of the quarterbacks and stuff have the same hand-eye coordination and same athleticism, if not more athleticism. because but they all the, pick the easier sport. No, they all pick... So that's another <laughs> point I was going to get to here in a second. Um, after that, so Patrick Mahomes is not only throwing a ball. He's running away from Jordan Davis, who's 6'6", 341, running a 4 7, 8 40-yard dash, which means he's fast as fuck. He's huge. He's mm-hmm. lifting two other 300-pound people and pushing them out of the way with his hands to get to the quarterback who's throwing a 50 to 60 to 70-yard throw on a dime could throw that shit in a basket. If you put a basketball hoop seven yards out and you had a quarterback throw that into, that's that's how accurate these quarterbacks are nowadays. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um,
1: I still can't get over the fact that this skill gap is predicated on you being a massive freak of nature. Like, well, that's not you're, necessarily unless true. You're, well, unless you're three hundred pounds, unless you're 6'2", two, what posi- what positions are you going to get? What what positions in football don't require a specialized physique?
0: What positions in baseball don't require extreme athleticism too?
1: What I'm saying, but what I'm saying though is, as far as baseball is concerned, your physique is irrelevant. Your height, your weight your bench press is irrelevant
0: but that's one of the strengths of the nfl is these people are just super athletes baseball like i said i love baseball but they're not super athletes these people that we put in a football field without steroids which is one of the reasons that baseball died is of the steroid era the other reason is analytics um which i'll get into in a second but these are like legitimate freak athletes like you you would think back like Maybe when you the start of football or the start of baseball, you would think these people would happen in like a sci-fi movie, that they were born out of a test tube and then and they were this freakishly strong. Um Echo says, "Combat sport for the win." Yeah. that's the truth. Uh, UFC is pretty awesome. Um But I want to go back to the foundation. You said history of baseball. Well, history of baseball is. Forty-four years longer than the history of football. Um, yeah. Within that history, how many people, like how televised, or how many people know about the Baseball Hall of Fame?
1: Superstown? Anybody many- who knows anything about baseball.
0: How now, many? I would also how many of you? A-
1: the first uh, baseball national championship didn't get recorded over and lost the time, like the first Super Bowl did. <sighs>
0: The first one, well, yeah, because they didn't have that shit back then. In 1876, when baseball. No, was but founded, what I'm
1: saying is when when Super Bowl one aired, it got recorded over. There's no footage of it.
0: Yeah, that's the beginnings of a game. The nowadays, football in general is more, um, as bigger on culture than baseball is, and that hurts me to say that because because baseball was the american game it was it was
1: it was the gentleman's game it was until, the thinking man's game until
0: football came along now i will say you, you did bring up a point took over <laughs> you did bring up the point of an nfl complexity or mlb complexity i will say and argue that the nfl has more complexity um in it than the mlb does uh and i'll say it with this so so a quarterback uh, in the NFL, or a middle linebacker, or a safety, or a wide receiver in general, um, the game has grown so much in the past um 40 years, uh, that not only does the quarterback receive a play call from from uh the offensive coordinator or head coach, whoever's calling the plays that time, they are then there. they are then looking at a defense, have to immediately look at a coverage of a defense verify if that play will work against this defense and this is within usually after breaking a huddle twenty five uh twenty and twenty-five seconds right from receiving a play to looking at a defense in twenty and twenty-five seconds. Um they can then switch a play which their receivers might on that play have a choice route where they can run one of four routes or one of five or one of six routes or wherever the fuck they want based on Um, the coverage of the defense, the defense then has to read all of this, try to go back and look at what the quarterback's going to do. Each player on the, on the, um, the opposing side does that doesn't even include the offensive line has their own piece within a play call. The wide receivers have their own piece within a play call. The quarterback has his own piece within a play call. The running back has his own piece within a play call. So on one play call on the offense, you have four separate entities that have their own piece in the play, right? There's 11 people on defense and 11 people on offense. Every single one of those pers- those people has to do a specific thing within this play out of their playbook of 100 things that they had to memorize and look at. um. And then based on the offense or defense change, whether that's from their coach or the leader on, their, on the field, the middle linebacker, the safety, or the quarterback. So there's... The complexity of of a of the NFL is insane. I I hate Aaron Rodgers as a as an athlete because he's shit on the Lions for so long, but you should go listen to him talk about um, how complex it is for him prior to him uh, during play calling. They also take a test which they they got rid of this year, um, which I can't remember really off the top of my head. But they take a test for quarterbacks to see how intelligent they are. And then the basis of their intelligence is factored in when people are um, drafting them. Not just their physical stature and how far they can throw and all of this. Their intelligence is a main reason on why some of these dudes get um, drafted uh you said easier watching a more enjoyable time limit that is completely false um baseball is by far the longest sport out of any sport a baseball game can be two hours or it can be seven hours it, there's no yeah, that's the
1: best that's the best part about it no, you're not it constrained but you're not constrained by a time limit
0: that's the that's the worst part for the average user or the average viewer Right. Some people only have X amount of time to do uh, something to, to sit down and watch a game. Like, let's say I get home. um, I just worked a long day, worked my 12 hour day. I get home like, cool, I can watch the Tigers game. Like, I got three hours before bed. Three hours goes by. They're still in the you sixth know, inning.
1: You know, the game is going to last that long, right?
0: They could still be in the sixth inning. In that three hours. And you're like, motherfucker, I get to work in eight hours. So you stay up a little bit longer. Try to go. They're in the seventh inning now. The seventh inning takes 45 minutes for some reason. They go to the eighth inning. Take eighth inning takes 15, the game, <laughs> 15 take minutes. The crowd. Um. Oh, and then what ruined baseball? So I do think at a point in time that baseball was the number one sport and the best sport in the United States and maybe the world. Um, analytics and the end of the steroid era, <laughs> Destroyed baseball, and I'll tell you why. So the Oakland A's, analytics, huh? yeah. So the Oakland A's, uh, there's a movie about this too. I can't remember the Money name. Moneyball. Moneyball. Yeah. Uh, as a wrestling fan, I can say time limits can add a lot of fun in watching contests. Exactly, Echo. You are correct. Um, as I would say, so, um, analytics and baseball ruined everything. The Oakland A's did this in the 80s and 90s, I believe. Um, they were the first team to do it, and you know how many World Series the Oakland A's have won since then? One? I think it's zero.
1: Who should they won one? Okay,
0: maybe they won their first year with the analytics, because so no one else caught up. But it makes... The shift in baseball makes the game so fucking unbearable to watch because there's... N- you know for a fact that that person's gonna hit this one direction and they're gonna get out. There's no more, like, awesome... Um, Plays from infielders are lessened like by a lot because they're put in a position where they know, you know, seventy-six percent of the time that this person's going to hit it at, at the, this degree and angle based on this pitch. And math ruined baseball. All right, um, they ruined it so bad that next season um, the shift is gone. They took the shift away starting uh, next MLB season. And then last point I want to make.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, and I am all for them uh, getting rid of the shift because I fucking hate the shift. They also have to cheat all the time to win. What that happens in every sport. Uh, I was going to say. The NFL is so baseball is a it's a two phase game, right? You got you got your offensive and defensive. Uh, got the phases. top of the inning, the bottom of the inning. Yep. Yep. Now the a uh, football is a three phase game. So you have your special teams, which is I didn't know until recently an oddly complex thing. The field position thing is, is ridiculously complex. We want okay, to get them Okay. Why on.
1: is the kickoff still a thing? Like just start the ball at the twenty yard line. Like why do we even need to bother with the kickoff anymore? Because you know it's gonna go out the back of the end zone. Well what's the fucking point anymore?
0: There is an odd chance that people run it back for touchdowns and that it's viewership which is another point. NFL viewership um, dwarfs MLB viewership and earnings. Uh, it was 19 billion, $19.6 billion for the NFL in 2021, and it was $9 billion in revenue for the MLB in 2021. Couple that with people making way fucking too much money in the MLB for what they do. Um, I think you have a dying sport, I, d- I disagree. Sadly you disagree well, that
1: but it also it is also still a worldwide sport whereas american the, football is just that it's american it is not played in any other country it was
0: um so the in europe they're starting to so let's just it's 40 years behind right the nfl is 40 years behind the mlb on since, since its foundation so they're looking at options starting in like five years of actual start of european teams being introduced into the nfl so there should yeah. be european teams coming out there's gonna be expansion for two teams i believe they're looking at uk and germany um for the nfl expansion to europe
1: <laughs> which means the browns will no longer be the worst team in the in the league anymore
0: uh, it's still Lions. where
1: or or the lions won't be the worst team in the league anymore we got two european maybe. little brothers y- y'all can beat up on
0: maybe but no football American football is expanding across um, the world because of how huge it's become uh, in the past 15 years. All right. Let's say people who don't even like football watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show. That's another point. It's an entertainment um, superstar among sports. I mean, world series is a great thing and I love the world series, but the viewership of the world series is, is not even close to the viewership of the NFL. Um, let me look at this. There's a stat. Here we go. NFL games ranked 48 of the top 50 shows uh on TV in the 2021 regular season. So in one year, there's 48 football games out of out of, that ranked in the top 50 for the year viewership-wise than uh in the top 50 shows in the United States viewership
1: because, because of halftime shows
0: no because of, that's because of play that's a regular season game that's not including the Super Bowl or the playoffs 48 out of 50 shows of a yearly viewership the NFL took 48 of those out of 50 well they averaged 17.1 million uh... views.
1: This seemed to be a very one-sided debate, not because I think you're right, because I but because I think you were better prepared. So I'm not going to concede my point. I'm going to concede preparation.
0: <laughs> what do, What do you think over there, uh, chat slash echo? What's your uh, What's your opinion on the matter?
1: Well, while we're getting uh, while we're leaving, echo time to chat. Let's move on to. What do we got next? Oh yeah,
0: Something the, the giggle lose. fest.
1: The giggle I, fest.
0: I will say, having said all of that on the the debate, right? I love baseball.
1: Oh I, damn! I forgot to I forgot to mention that the All Star baseball game makes the All Star football game look like Pee Wee high school football. It
0: does one hundred percent. It does.
1: The All Star football game is a fucking joke. It is because nobody wants to get injured. Right, the the two teams that are playing in the Super Bowl aren't even represented.
0: They're the best players. They don't want to get injured. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the All Star, the Pro Bowl aren't even the best players. Most. Whereas the the baseball, whereas the baseball All Star game, that is a legitimate thing. Like you can tell that those guys are actually trying. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I love baseball. I I really do. There's nothing like going to a baseball game, um, in in live. I haven't been to a football game yet, but. From talking to my parents and, and other people that have been to live football games. The amount of commercial breaks that they have um, makes it unbearable to watch live compared to a baseball game where you have like baseball Cracker Jacks and and, <laughs> and um, ballpark uh, hot dogs. And I went Not to dogs. a Dodgers Tigers game like three months ago.
1: Oh, that's right. You told me about and that. And I got a
0: Dodger dog, which is a historic thing at to sit in Dodger Stadium um, and watch Dodger them play. There's a lot. I love baseball, but football is just bigger now. I don't particularly like either sport, but I think football it is, bigger is now. way bigger as a Doesn't sport. make it better? And a modern cultural institution. I think the superior sport is likely UFC or combat sport in general.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good take, honestly. Uh, Echo. Those I, guys are athletes. I love. I love
1: fighters. Them. Fighters are on a different, different playing field.
0: Yeah, I still think if you're talking about freak athletes, I think football players have it. They're the biggest, strongest, fastest people in the world, and that's what an athlete is. It's the biggest, strongest, fastest, um, most intelligent people. They just all they just happen to oh, play. Shoot,
1: we didn't we didn't talk about special operators being some of the best athletes in the world. They are
0: the best athletes athletes in the world. <laughs> They're triathletes. Can you
1: can you imagine a football player trying to do what he's doing, carrying sixty pounds of gear?